0: This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hey, trainers, and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. And I'm Renee. And uh, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Um, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, head over to pokedexradio.com slash 89. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, lots of new and awesome things that happened this week. Super secret bases in Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Uh, fancy pattern Vivian is... A, is being distributed as we speak um That's fancy yeah mega Metagross, uh lots of stuff for omega ruby and alpha sapphire um and uh something that i don't like i'm like you know me i'm not into competitive battling the card game too much or anything like that um but we got a competitive battling story that i think is kind of interesting yeah, yeah.
1: so uh before we get into the actual show um i i <laughs> i was looking at the show as while well, you know the music was playing right and i forgot that i did this whole uh my name is Austin. Yeah, I Bing saw that. Yeah, let yeah. put a question mark there
0: so I can read it like a question, like Ron Burgundy or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I make sure to highlight it just so you see it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like,
0: I, was, like I, I, I noticed it as I was, like, typing up the show notes originally and I was like, I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> but, okay, so, uh, if you guys have... Uh, any comments or concerns about today's uh today's show you like it didn't like it whatever um you can put any comments about uh you know to continue the discussion after the show uh over at pokedex radio.com slash 89 in the show notes for today's episode or any uh, questions about however i do this stuff anything like that at uh you can always email me to feedback at pokedex radio.com or you can follow us on twitter as well at pokedex radio My Twitter is at F S Austin VO. That's like flashlight studios, Austin VO and Renee, what's your Twitter handle
1: at Renee only one E and that's the number one.
0: All right. So, um, numeral one, I guess. Yeah. So what I, what I've kind of asked over the past two, two episodes is, um, I want to do something special for the 100th episode and I want audience participation for this. Um, What I want is for you as the listener to Pokedex Radio, as a trainer, um, as somebody who just likes to, uh, likes to listen to podcasts or whatever you do, the fact that you're listening to the show is key. Um, I want you to record your voice saying the little intro thing before the music. So saying, you know, this is the Pokedex Radio podcast, um, I forgot the intro. Where you can learn to be
1: the very best like no one ever was. Yes. Dun, um, dun. Obviously, don't do the music part. <laughs> obviously,
0: the music part. But uh, yeah, so record yourself in either into your phone. If you listen to us through your phone, um, uh, usually a phone has pretty decent audio quality. Uh, if you have you know a tablet, an iPad, usually you can talk into those kinds of things. If you don't have recording equipment, that's fine. A phone will work perfectly. I believe newer iPod Touches as well do it. Uh, can yeah. you know record audio. So just record yourself into that, save it as like a wave or dot AAC, whatever you're using. If you're using like an Apple device or if you're using like a windows phone or, a, or Android phone and you can do it as a wave, I believe. Um, or an MP3 is fine too, but I prefer the higher quality thing. Um, but yeah, just email it to me, feedback at pokedexradio.com. And I want to see if I can stitch together, you know, a nice little intro for stuff, uh, for the, for the show. So we can have something cool to, uh, uh, to not only you can hear your own voice on the show, but as well, you know, be a part of Pokedex Radio for at least a little while. However long I decide to keep that up. Because I've been doing this intro for about a year and a half, almost two years now, I want to say. So until we decide mix to go Mix it and, up a little. Yeah, mix it up a little at least, starting with the 100th episode. We, yeah,
1: and if anything, what we could do could just like uh, have like different mix of voices and just like have different, you know, if we get enough files, like let's say it's four people on one and we have a different one that's different for people, or so on and so on. Right, just exactly. Change it up every week.
0: Yeah, so we we can do that. I mean, I'll do my best to put together a little thing. I was trying to do it with just my own voice; it just sounded weird hearing myself like, you know, echo, multiple echo, times. Yeah, echo. it was it was weird. <laughs> so, um, I'd like to see uh you as the listener of the Pokedex Radio uh, submit something. Again, just send it over to feedback at pokedexradio dot com. So
1: onto something while you were saying that. Gonna, it's kind of creepy how much stuff has microphones these days.
0: I know. It is weird. Microphones, cameras, any kind of... Well, microphone is a listening device, technically. So, yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, but... uh, But, yeah, you, you should be able to... Uh, any listener, you should be able to find something to record your voice.
0: And so... And email it. Yeah. Feedback at PokedexRadio.com. So, let's and get sure into... attached attach to the file. Yeah, please attach the file. I got one <laughs> over the weekend, and there was no file attached. So, if that was you send it to me, Reattach it, please, and send it back because <laughs> uh, I wasn't able to find any sort of attachments in your email. I even went, like, just in case it was my phone. I went, like, into the, uh, like, the back end of the server and everything that I paid for <laughs> just to see if, you know, maybe it was attached in the email but my phone couldn't handle it. Nope. <laughs> um,
1: that's, that's nice of you to go take, take uh, what is it, go the extra mile? Yeah, I mean... I'm
0: it was a submission. I'd like to to get it, you know, so. I hear you. All right, so let's get started with today's show. We're going to start with the super awesome news that happened over this week. Super secret bases in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. They came yes, back. This is what I've been waiting for. This is amazing. Okay, so we had secret bases in Omega Ruby, um, in, in, uh, Ruby Sapphire, and Emerald previously, where you were able to go ahead and... You know, have your own little room somewhere within the Hoenn region, and kind of decorate it to the way you wanted it. And if you if you traded with somebody, um, uh, obviously back then it was still the link cable. So if you traded with somebody uh, yeah. or you battled somebody, um, you were able to also swap um, secret bases as well. Now, online and wireless, it's amazing. Yeah you can i mean and one thing that
1: it's obviously that they were gonna do i mean street passes you can do for the secret base
0: yes that is awesome that you can just you know have your secret base close your ds go anywhere and you'll get people's secret bases i think the street pass idea is amazing i'm so happy nintendo did something like that because uh i've been able to you know obviously street pass with you know my my me on the the 3ds and even uh like the legend of zelda um what's the new one ocarina of... oh um no, no, Link, no. Between worlds. Link between worlds i've been able to like fight people and stuff like that like they're really character. i didn't know that yeah it's uh kind of interesting i've only gotten like maybe four or five but it's still cool and fun to see stuff like that
1: yeah like um when i was out of town obviously when it was the convention oh yeah like i took my 3ds with me and that would like blow up the amount of street passes i get really i'm sure like, it was ridiculous that is so i mean funny. i can just imagine having secret bases from mm-hmm. street pass just just filling up all the little places in my in my uh, game and i'd be really excited for that
0: that would be a lot of fun um
1: but one thing that um i'm really curious is how they're going to address is – and you probably remember back in the day with the original secret bases mm-hmm. that there were specific location and they were all different depending on the location of the secret base. And a lot of people went for the one in the tree because there was that one really good tree one that was most spacious and everything. True. So I'm wondering is how is that going to work out with, with this because of how the secret bases are supposed to work? I mean, could, well – we kind of cut off from talking about them, right? Because now, obviously, you're going to be have your little hangout that you can decorate, but you can also battle in there. And what was the other things?
0: Um, um, you can battle. You can oh, yeah, let me let me just read this off of here. Uh, you can um, share decorations, hatch eggs faster. Uh, you can raise your Pokemon's level by one or a Pokemon's level by one, which is interesting. I want to see how that's um, how that would work. Um, there's also capture the flag as well, which. It's something not from the secret bases, but something from the um, underground. Uh, the underground from Diamond Pearl and Platinum, which is awesome that they're actually like kind of putting the two of them together, you know, learning from their mistakes and, and you know, making a better product, uh, which is obviously any company does something like, any company does things like that. But what, yeah, exactly. I'm concerned about, because there was one area that I always stayed in, which was, Right next to, is it Mauville City where you get the bike? I think it's yes, Ma- yeah. Mauville City to the east of Maville City. Um, next to it's okay. So you go, you go up the water. I think it's you go up the waterfall or something like that. Or there's like stairs uh-huh. there, and um, you have to go all the way around. The only way I could actually get to it is I believe you could fly to your secret base. So when I didn't have something that could fly, was I would go to um, the tree with uh, the uh, the the city with all the trees. The tree city. What was it called? The tree city. I don't remember the actual name. I just remember that was a city that was just a tree. Yeah. There was cities that were, that was a city that was like full of like trees and like, uh, I don't know what they're called, but, uh, um, tree houses. And so you, you, (laughs) you, you would go south, not crossing the bridge, but you would continue south following the river all the way down. And, um, I think there was like a little tiny stairs and you could go into, and I think it was in the side of the, uh, the cliff there. That's where mine was. Cause that one was like the most hidden. It was always raining. And I like the rain. That's kind of a thing of, me, of oh, mine. That was, that was probably the
1: same one I did. If, maybe not the same one I did, but mine mm-hmm. was in this general vicinity. Yeah. Because I went for one that was as well. It was in that area that always rained. Yeah. But it was because it was like the most spacious one there.
0: Um, Was that one, the one in the, uh in, um in the bushes. Mine was in a tree. In a tree. Okay, because mine wasn't the one in a tree, but there was yeah, there was one like in either in a tree or near a bush a bush that was like just a huge empty square. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one I had. But how they're going to to address that, I have no idea. I'm sure it's going to have to do something with your Pokemon ID, or your your trainer ID, because in order for you to visit a place that is not exactly your own, if you have if you both have the same one, there's no there's no point in visiting your secret base and it's that same person's secret base as well. I don't know how they would differentiate.
1: Uh, they might
0: do something.
1: I, Cause I, um I played grand Theft auto online and everyone mm-hmm. can, you know, you can buy an apartment in that game. Right. And, and people obviously have the same apartment. So what you end up doing is when you, when you walk up to the building and like, you want to go into someone's apartment, um, you, you choose that person's name. Like you, whoever it is, you'll you'll choose their name to go into their apartment. So I mean, maybe that's what they'll do with the secret bases. Like you'll have a choice of whose secret base to go into when you when you walk into the doorway.
0: Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's one way that
1: they could deal with that.
0: Hopefully, that that could be a thing. But I would feel that that's like taking an extra step. I feel that they would need to alleviate that in some way um, by just kind of automating it. Um, again, how I have no idea, but. I would like to see them be able to address that uh, when the the game comes out or between now and the time the game comes out, which, what is it, August 17th? I'm sorry, uh, November 17th, something like that. Um, So I would like to see them address that because that is, I'm sure a lot of people want to go, you know, we'll have um, multiple people who have the same secret base. Maybe it'll be based off of region that you're in, based off of your trainer ID, like I was saying before.
1: Another um, thing that I was thinking, um, it could be, they might just be, they might just randomize what the interior of the base is.
0: So that way, you know, not everyone chooses the same spot for them. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or even, uh, the, another thing, and uh, we'll move on for after this one, uh, is okay. So sure. Your secret base is on, is in this area on route 22. I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number route 22 mm. in this specific tree. Okay. Let's say okay that's mine you have yours that exact same place. Um now instead of you having your base there your base is actually not route 22 but route 4 it's somewhere else completely.
1: Oh so in okay it'll so throw like throw in it someone else. else's game it would yeah. be in
0: a different spot. Right. All right that, Even, would, that would actually be a good way for him to do it as well cuz i would I, I wish i could have gone back to my old Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald games to actually create my own secret bases because I, I believe my Ruby game is dead. Um, the battery, the Aww. internal battery, is gone. I hope, I'm hoping beyond hope that um, my Emerald and my Sapphires are. Uh, Sapphire is still okay because I have so many Pokemon in those games. I have. legendary those up. I know, and I've been meaning to do that, and I'm I'm scared that those batteries are dead because I have Deoxys, I have Mews, I have Legendary Birds, I have... Anything you can think of that I've ever had is in my Sapphire and Emerald game. Yeah, you really need to transfer those up. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed, that one day, eventually soon, they will go back and re-release things like Mew. Because I believe I do have a couple of Mews, uh, legitimate Mews, in... um, in my uh, platinum game, which is fine, you know the DS games really don't. I, I believe they do have an internal battery, but it's powered by the DS itself, I think, um, or at least recharged by the DS itself. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but I'm I'm scared for my my uh, uh, emerald emerald in your end. sapphire. Yeah, so hopefully they do release those other Pokemon sometime again in the future, like Deoxys and Mew and Well, I, they I'm have sure I have Jirachi technically done there.
1: Deoxys recently.
0: Missed it probably.
1: Oh yeah, it was in. It was during X and Y, yeah. not X and Y. Black and white. Because I know I got a Deoxys in my black and white too. I probably or whichever it. one I have. Yeah. And um, I don't. I don't think they've done me recently. But going back to uh, secret bases. Mm-hmm. So that they we will be introduced to secret bases by secret base expert. Arun. And I don't know how
0: to pronounce this. Arine, Arune? Ar- Arune Arun. I'm 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 assuming it's kind of like Aaron and Rune at the same time, because. Rune. I don't know. A rune. Yeah. Let's just say a Rune.
1: A- a rune and his flag on because they are world travel travelers. Uh, <laughs> Spit <talk>. it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you going? I'm good. Okay. So yeah, the world travelers. Uh, so I, I, I like the idea of being, you know, reintroduced to secret bases as super secret bases. Um, what makes it so super? I'm not exactly sure. Cause it's kind of very similar to how it was before. Um, and Jay apparently likes secret the secret base slides too. Like what you were you were mentioning to me before the show. Yes, I knew I wasn't the only one. <laughs> I really don't remember the slides. Like maybe I just didn't have enough whatever to get it, like points or whatever. I forgot exactly how you got.
1: I, I yeah, I forgot stuff.
0: how. They, I think it was like
1: you bought them out of battling somewhere, but I don't remember where. Was it or battle how. points,
0: like battle arena points? No, the Battle Arena didn't come come until Emerald in that game.
1: Yeah, that's what I, oh, you know what it was? It was the, um. oh my god, what was the name of it called in, it was before the Battle Frontier, but it was at the same time, it was the, kind of like the Battle Frontier. Because Battle Frontier came out in Emerald, is that correct?
0: No, there was a Battle Tower, I remember, that started battle tower, in, in Crystal. Was. There was something. Then
1: it was the, the Hoenn version of the Battle Tower. Okay, That's so, where you went and you
0: got the um, different items. Okay. So, yeah, I never had that item because I never battled really competitively. Hey, let's see what uh, Craig says over here. Um, it would have been cool if we could have transferred secret bases from the original Ruby and Sapphire to the Omega Ruby and, Sa- and Alpha Sapphire games. That would have been interesting uh, yeah. to uh, to um, uh, to transfer up, you know, because technically, well, then again, it's a, it's a 3DS game. There's no backwards compatibility from game boy advance at 3ds unfortunately
1: yeah um, and that would have been way too many hoops to oh my jump goodness through.
0: yeah i mean it's already bad enough that yeah we can go back all the way to generation three with pokemon ruby and sapphire and uh and emerald two no not generation two
1: really i've I, oh yeah we had this conversation before mm, never mind yeah i, I uh <laughs> forget what i said right um and also one thing that it seems really interesting with the secret bases that they've added is that whole – because I remember before you could battle whoever was in there in that secret base. Right. And now it looks like you can even add like special rules to when you battle.
0: Yes. So it's like you kind of making your – like I don't know. I'm putting in this in like different terms. But you kind of making yourself your own gym leader in in a way. So yeah, you can have uh, special uh, special rules in uh in your secret base, so when somebody battles you you they have to abide by those own rules, which is kind of probably like cool. double battles or rotating
1: yeah. battles, mm-hmm. or maybe even inverse battles that they introduced in this generation. Inverse battles? I don't remember those. It's the ones where um it's it's not just one guy that you battle that's in a home room, but every once in a while you run into those battles. Uh where fire is weak to grass. Oh yeah, so that so was
0: weird. That made no sense to me and I didn't understand it. Yeah, there was like one person in the entire game.
1: Like, I ran into stats in another part of the game. I don't remember where it was, but someone else was like, all right, let's have an inverse battle. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm not ready for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what was the other battle? The uh, Sky Battles? Which, oh
1: yeah, sky battle. That could be. it There was like it four or well. five
0: people in the entire game of Pokemon X and Y that you could. Yeah, sky I think battle. I need
1: to go back and finish those because I'm pretty sure I didn't
0: have fly, more than one flying Pokemon when I did them. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, hopefully those will be uh, reintroduced in uh, in the secret bases. So you know, only flying Pokemon or Pokemon with the move Levitate can can actually battle because that would be very fun to do something like that. So. Moving along from secret bases, which is already exciting enough, and we've, we're already good 17 to twenty minutes into the show because we were talking at the beginning, so I don't know exactly how long this recording is so far. Which secret is bases, secret bases, awesome. Moving along to um, now, we're going to go over events uh, that have that are going to be happening across the world right now, um, and uh, so shiny Jirachi will be distributed in Japan. Uh, in August. Uh this is going to be distributed in the at the Pokemon Center in uh Tohoku. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh in Japan from August first to the thirty first, of course, two thousand fourteen. Um in to celebrate uh Tanabata, which is like it's Tanabata, every, I think. Yeah, yeah. Every year they do this with Jirachi. Uh it's like a, I think it's the, the same time every year. It's like a holiday that they have. And they I believe it's something to do with like wishing or something about them like stars or something i'm not exactly sure what this holiday mm-hmm. is let's right click and open up wikipedia real quickly um well one thing i'm hoping that the they star festival is what it is uh, star festival okay
1: well i'm hoping with the jirashi jirashi that they actually spent expend... sorry I'm fidgeting with stuff in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Kept moving away from the microphone. Anyways, I'm hoping that they also share that Jirachi too. I know it's because of a, a special festival in Japan, right? But it'd be really, it'd be really nice to see it shared in the U.S. as well and other countries. Because I, I, would, I didn't realize this until I was on, uh, on the Reddit, on the Pokemon Reddit, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that there is no way, a legitimate way to get a Jirachi right now in, um, X and Y. Correct. Because the, I guess... And I didn't realize this, that the Pokemon Colosseum Jirachi... Was the, the only it is technically Or was... Yeah, what? the... Go on. Sorry, like, supposedly the code of it, um, of the Pokemon Transporter, of the Transporter, it considers it as false. Like, it doesn't... Because you know how the Transporter won't transfer something that's considered, you know, not a legitimate Pokemon.
0: I thought that was only and, a shiny Jirachi.
1: Yeah, but I guess, like, ch- well...
0: Shiny Jirachi's like majority of the ones that you get from there, if I no, remember correctly. No, no. I have the Colosseum bonus disc. Um, Never mind. Yeah. So no, no, no. I, I think that's only for Shinies because this distribution event is for Shiny Jirachi. And I believe oh, okay. that there is, a. I mean, obviously one out of however many the, the ratio is, one out of every 8,000 something from before, uh, Shiny um, availability or Shiny uh-huh. being able to found, I can't talk. Being able to find a shiny Pokemon uh, was a one to eight thousand and fifty six something like that, um, or four thousand fifty six. I don't remember exactly the other ratio for uh, for it. But um, no, I've never seen a shiny Jirachi ever. Uh, yeah,
1: I was wrong. It's it's just the shiny, shiny just Jirachi the that the Poke Transporter will refuse to transfer, which is like considers weird. it
0: a fake Pokemon. Right, it's a legitimate Pokemon, but they consider it fake. Which
1: yeah, I guess it's something that they they did with the code that they accidentally. Oh, possibly.
0: It, it was
1: accidentally marked as false and they're just not able to change that, I guess. I don't oh, know. Yeah.
0: Cause it's so far in back in the past Well, the game came out in like 2003 or something like that. So, yeah. um, I but, don't know,
1: but so, I mean, it would be a nice way to, you know, for everyone to get a
0: shiny, shiny Jirachi. Jirachi. Right. I mean, hopefully they do do, uh, they do a redistribution of a lot of these Pokemon. Like I was saying before, cause Jirachi is, is this generation, right? The third generation, technically.
1: Um, yeah, Coliseum was Right, That was GameCube, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so hopefully they do a redistribution of Jirachi and Deoxys. Because the last distribution of Mew was, excuse me, during the third generation as well.
1: They did Deoxys already. Oh, man, I man. mean, you missed it, but... Yeah, I, I, I mean,
0: as long as my games aren't dead, I should be able to get mine back. Um, and also, the... Uh, Genesect one I completely missed and I'm yeah I missed that one. Still beat myself over over that one. But okay, so this Shiny Jirachi again is exclusive to Japan because of the the uh Tanabata wish upon a star thing. Um is uh the Jirachi knows the moves Wish, Swift Healing Wish and Moonblast. Uh, of course, like most event Pokémon these days, it is in a Cherish Ball. It's level 10 and it's holding an item called a Comet Shard. And uh it's only available for Pokémon X and Y. And let's see if I can find exactly what a Comet Shard does. Um, Where's the Comet Shard? Comet Shard. Um, Oh, it's
1: Steel and Psychic. I never realized that.
0: Yeah. um, Weird uh, kind of combination, but um, I can't see exactly what this thing does. There you go. Uh, um, Shard in which fell to the ground uh, when a Comet approached. A Maniac will buy it for a high price. Pretty much it's an item you can sell. That's really all it is. It's Um, like a nugget. Pretty much, uh, a really, uh, really expensive nugget. Uh, I believe it looks like you can sell it. Um, uh, at least in uh, black and white, uh, It can be sold for sixty thousand Poké dollars. Black two and white two as well. So yeah, bucks. um, you can sell it to a um a Pokemon maniac that's in Icarus City for sixty thousand Poké dollars. Huh. So yeah, um, kind of a weird item. Not really meant to do anything than just give you a couple of dollars here or there, there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, the only Shiny Jirachi that is available to Pokemon X and Y that can be uh, transported into the Pokemon Bank, which is awesome and weird all at the same time. So moving on to the next distribution event, again, only for Japan, unfortunately. Poke- for now. For now. I mean, they moved from France to Japan, so the Pokeball Battle Poke... Pokeball patterned Vivion is going to be distributed in, um, in Japan again, August 1st to 31st, same exact time as the Jirachi uh, will be available in Pokemon center stores in Japan only. Um, so the previous one was in Paris uh, and this is, I believe the exact same Pokeball batter, Pokeball patterned Vivian. Uh, it knows stun spore gust light screen and struggle bug. It's level 12 has a classic ribbon. Uh, one difference is um, it is in a standard Pokeball, and its original trainer is um, uh, Sen, which is abbreviated from Pokemon Center, not holding any items, and again, only for Pokemon X and Y.
1: Now, this is something that I probably should find out later. Sure. But now I'm just curious about if you breed a either a fancy pattern Vivian or a – speaking of which – Fancy Petter Vivion is available on from Mystery Gift for
0: everyone, isn't it? Pokemon X and Y, yeah. For everyone. And on Pokemon X and Y? Only until July thirty first, twenty fourteen. So like eighteen more days. Yeah. And
1: it comes at days. level twelve it comes level twelve and in, in a cher- cherish ball with gust, light screen, struggle bug, and hold hands. And uh let's see, does it hold I don't think it's holding anything. I don't believe so. I already got mine in Y. I need to get my one for X first. But anyways, with with Vivions like this, when you breed them, do they breed and become your, do whatever for your region, or do they inherit the pattern of the parent?
0: That is a very good question. And Craig says the same thing on on the chat. Good question. Um, I really don't know. I've um, where where was I? I think I was on Reddit. And I was uh, following, uh, there was a girl who was posting a bunch of Vivian stuff saying that she's trying to collect as many Vivian as possible. So Uh I I don't believe that, I believe if you breed the Vivian and it's of a different region, it will still come out to your region. Because that Pokemon is being born into your region and, you know, product of its environment, I guess. Um, So it will come out with your region's pattern, I believe. Not 100% on that. Very good question. Hopefully, somebody can answer that for us. Show notes, pokedexradio.com slash 89. Type up your little answer there. Because I would like to know. That is a very good question. Like, let's say you have one that I don't have. And so you can breed it. And your uh, spupa? Is that the. Is pupa? That, yeah, I think it's pupa. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even send if. Send it to me. You know, not kind
1: of the region locked ones. I can understand that. But at least, like, the event right. ones. If you those could at least transfer their pattern down, that would be okay. Nice.
0: Yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah, region locked is you know, what is there eighteen of them? So that that'll that's a lot, but still, yeah, interesting to to know to try to find out like how how exactly that works.
1: Because I know obviously with Pokemon of a different region, supposedly that increases your chances of breeding a shiny. Shiny, yeah. So I mean, is that kind of how it
0: would work, or I, who knows? If you have experience with this, please write it down in the show notes. Let us know exactly how it worked out for you, because we would like to find out as well. PokedexRadio.com slash 89. Write your answer there. Um, All right. Let's see here. Um, More uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire News. Mega Metagross. Woo. Yes. I'm so happy. Okay. Uh, obviously, Mega Metagross wasn't in uh, X and Y. I, and the one thing I'm before we really like get into the excitement of what's going on, I'm wondering. Okay, so Mega Metagross was at least it was not the uh, what's it called the programming for at least maybe they weren't looking for it. They didn't find it. wasn't found in X and Y. So can you bring Metagross over to X and Y and have it Mega evolve into Mega Metagross? I'd assume so. Or would they do like, oh, you can't bring this item into, you know, into this game, or something stupid? Oh, like that? Oh,
1: maybe. Uh, well, then again, now that they can just release patches, ah. it doesn't seem like it could be something that would really restrict them.
0: Very interesting. Yeah, I didn't. Even but at think the same
1: out. time, I don't know if they would release a patch for something like that, because um, I mean, that would be the whole point of having. Yeah, of
0: getting the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire game, paying the money to get the new Pokemon. And Fancy Pattern Vivian does not hold anything, apparently. I remember you kind of, like, asked that before. So, okay. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, ton of news, which we already kind of talked about super secret bases before. Um, Apparently, the latest version of Koro Koro Magazine, which is, like, a gaming magazine from Japan, um, revealed Mega Metagross... uh, it can I mean Metagross can evolve into Mega Metagross, which looks awesome. Um, there will be a Mega Metagross used by Steven Stone, and he he's comes back. back. He's back, and he's the champion still in this game. Um, but he has a a, a different, um, a, a different Mega Ring type thing. He has a Mega Lapel Pin, which is totally awesome. Um, <laughs> as his uh, as his Keystone item thing here, yeah, what what does Jay say over here in the chat? Supposedly, the Elite Four have Mega Stones hidden in the in the Kotaku reveals, so possibly <gasps> Mega Shift Tree, Walrein, Dusknoir, and Salamence. Ooh, ooh, I
1: would really like that. Just for fight wise, that would be amazing.
0: So in the Kotaku, I didn't see anything on Kotaku about the the, the reveals for any of these things. And these are for the elite four. Okay. Are the elite four the, no, that's not the elite four. Those are just gym the, leaders. So no, yeah, those are the gym leaders that we see in the Koro Koro reveals. I did not see anything about any Kotaku reveals. Then again, I kind of skip past Kotaku stuff whenever I see it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just do, <laughs> but, um, let me
1: go, uh, hunting while you talk about this.
0: Okay. So, um, speaking about gym trainers as well, um, uh, all the gym trainers come back like normal. Um, There's uh, Roxanne, uh, Watson, Brawley, Flannery, uh, Sydney, uh, Phoebe as well. I'm assuming also your dad, Norman, uh, is back. Um, Also, let's see here. uh, Okay. that's right. You had a dad. I forgot. Jay meant Koro Koro. He said Kotaku. Now, uh, he meant to say Koro Koro, he says. All right. So no more searching. (laughs) All right. So um, Pokemon Me is coming back as well, which is awesome. The Hoenn Pokedex looks like a Game Boy Advance total throwback. It's awesome as well. Um, uh, Let's see what else is going on. Um, And I I think this has to do with uh, the Pokemon contests, but apparently you can dress up your Pokemon and there's a a bunch of cute pictures of Pikachu dressed up in different types of characters. There's a, uh, let's see if I can pull this up here and describe these. Uh, There's one uh, that they're calling Madam Pikachu. It's Pikachu and a dress and a bonnet and little high heel shoes, Uh, high heel shoes. Uh, There's one uh, with Pikachu dressed up. Is that supposed to be like a biker outfit? I don't know exactly what that is. Um, I don't know. I just remember. I kind of thought it was a, what's it called? (laughs) Blaziken. Yeah. Kind of looks like he's trying to impersonate Blaziken because of the red jacket. Um, I guess that's sort of like a punk type of biker thing though, because you see, there's like a chain hanging out of like his pants
1: yeah, it probably is supposed to be like more of a punk biker type situation, but yeah. I'd like to believe it's Blaze again. <laughs> that Pikachu wants to be Blaze again.
0: Um, let's see what else. There's also a, a little Luchador masked Pikachu, which that's my favorite, is adorable. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also a uh, looks like a little tiny like nerdy professor type Pikachu thing, or um, like Princess Pikachu. And there's a Princess Pikachu as well, which she has little eyelashes. But if you look at all these Pikachu, because the female Pikachu has the indent in the tail, right? I don't remember that. Okay. I think all the female Pikachus have indents in their tail. All of these are female Pikachus. Huh. Yep. I
1: uh, but I think this they? one's
0: like sort of like like traditional Japanese garb, that like nerdy one that we were just talking about, Professor Pikachu. If you, oh, okay. if you, if you look at it and if you kind of think of, you know... Uh, um. Like sumo wrestling, the uh, what's it called? The uh, I don't call it referee because then I don't, I guess they're called a referee. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I, I definitely can.
0: Yeah. Uh, and here there's also another picture of uh, Arune or rune, whatever you want to call him, uh, with his fly on as well. Um, but yeah awesome that you can dress up uh, your Pokemon Pokemon and is coming back which is I think that they might actually keep that in the games just because technically it's the only way you can evolve your EV.
1: yeah and uh, and just in general it seems like a better way for um for just connecting with your Pokemon
0: right exactly and your pokemon can then react differently within you know pokemon battles and things like that and jay asks, that's right i we... forgot
1: that if you uh mm-hmm. increase their friendship yep that they have a chance of like critting more often
0: yeah exactly and uh and it's like you know he was right there they like he was like i don't know i don't know how to describe it. i forgot what the words were but it's like he was like right there with you you know he knew what you were yeah thinking. and also
1: like they'll they'll hold on like they will get one hit
0: KO'd oh yeah hit ko'd one, yeah and and Jay and asks. we talked about the uh, GBA. Yeah, yeah. Jay asks, uh, did we skip over the Pokedex? It looks like a GBA. No, I totally drooled all over that because that was that's our Awesome looking. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm not gonna lie, Jay. I would love
1: to dress up Chestnut in a top hat. That just seems appropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh, I like, have you ever seen those? Uh, it's like uh the Sir Squirtle, Sir Charmander, and Sir Burgesson? Ah. Yes. Yeah, those are funny. You know, we like to dress up Pokemon like little sirs. Um, let's see. Moving I would do
1: on. that. I get a <laughs> nice little top hat for my Blaziken. Again. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. Little Move, monocle as well. Monocle. All right. Let's see here. Moving on here. There's, um, uh, let's see. There's, I forgot these guys. Names. I forgot all the gym leaders names. I know Brawley, Norman, Flannery, Roxanne. Who was the electric guy again. I, I just read his name. I sure. don't remember any of them. I just read this guy's name. Watson. Um, ah, so I'm yeah, like you, you see them with their Pokemon in some of these, uh, uh, in some of these, uh, pictures here. uh it it better be good like i'm expecting something awesome to come out of these gym leaders uh if not you know revamped pokemon i guess like they always do in the in the remakes uh but let's see here there's um just a couple of images here um uh, sydney i don't remember sydney that well but apparently he was a uh, like ghost trainer or a dark pokemon trainer something to that effect
1: wasn't that in the elite
0: 4 was sydney an elite 4 member uh, well, i know there was I a ghost so. I think you're right. Somewhere. It, I feel like it was Elite Four. Yeah, it, it's been 11 years. I don't remember. It's yeah. been such a long time. And that um, would
1: make sense with um, with what Jay was saying, that the Elite Four have Megastones, and you mentioned Possible, Shiftry, Walren, Dusknoir, and Salamance. Yeah. So that would make sense.
0: Uh, I don't remember exactly what that picture looked like. That uh, I Did I post it on the website? I believe I posted it on the website for uh, that last episode. I don't know if it was the last one you were on. Or... um. Or two episodes before before you went off to Texas, but mm. uh, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, Jodo legendary Pokemon uh, we discussed is it in the Canto or the Jodo episode where we discussed uh, there was a poster that was uh, leaked on uh, online with possible a uh, mega evolution Pokemon. I mean, oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I think it was during the the Canto episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't see. Um, uh, and uh, Craig on the chat says to answer your question about mega uh, about metagross you can transfer metagross from X and Y to um uh to uh omega uh, omega ruby and alpha sapphire but my question Craig was can you transfer can you transfer the megastone mega um uh, I guess metagrossite back to X and Y that that was my question there Just because you know what you know, what if you're not able to transfer the items back and forth? Uh, Like with Generation One and Two, you couldn't transfer uh, Pokemon with certain moves because there were new moves, or obviously, or if they were holding an item, mm -hmm, holding an item, or even uh, different generation Pokemon as well. Um, But in this poster, it shows uh, from Episode 86 shows Ludicolo, Shift Tree, Sableye, Sharpedo. Wow, I can't think of these Pokemon's name. There's Flygon. What's the camel one? Camerupt. Um, man, these Pokemon's names are totally slipping. Seviper. What's Viper's little rival thing? Zangoose. Zangoose, Salamence, Metagross, and the uh, Latias and Latios. But no Dusknoir in, on that poster. No Dusknoir, no Walrein. no... Um, what Was there a third one that we were talking about? Shiftree and Salamence were Shift, the other two, yeah. but Shift those tree, were actually on there. Shiftree and Salamence are on there, though. So, and so, I mean, that could have not been a complete, true, you know, image as well, right? So you never know with some of these Pokemon. I I'm just sitting here waiting, excited to see what happens next because obviously this is a lot of big news, but at the same time it's like very small things. I want more than this.
1: But yeah, it's like when you're giving your favorite dessert, and it's like it's delicious.
0: Two scoops, man, not just one. <laughs> you <laughs> know, it's like come on. Uh, but yeah, Mega Metagross looks awesome. I believe they had also it's uh, hit uh, as his ability as well. I don't remember. I remember reading something about and some Pokemon's ability. I believe it was uh, a Diancie though. Mega Diancie has like a um, something bounce, magic bounce, magic bounce. What it does, I have no idea, but. Um, Give me One second. Yeah, so Mega Metagross looks
1: awesome. Well, reflect status change. Well, am sorry. Generation 6. Reflect statics moves.
0: Oh, that's it? Yeah. Eh. Cool, though. Regardless, uh, Mega Metagross looks awesome. It still has the forearms. Uh, they all come forward, though, and it has like this weird spiky thing on its chin. And it has like it has actually, does it have extra arms? The way, I mean, the way the picture is, you can't really see it too I- well. I
1: think it only had two arms originally and then because it levitated but I don't remember. I'm going to look right. it up right now.
0: I think you're right. It, it again, it's been a while. Yeah. Once you look that up then we'll move on to the next topic.
1: Oh no, oh, okay, never mind. He was he had the four, but he was just on walking around on all fours and on said like this one. Like there were four legs, mm-hmm. but in this case, it looks like it's actually like four arms, like they're all facing forward instead of downwards for walking.
0: Okay. And, uh, and just uh, moving over to the chat real quickly, uh, Craig, you said uh, that nobody knows about the, uh, is that the on thing that you're were that you addressing? We'll get an answer from him in a second. Uh, but moving on, um, so more events, and we didn't cover this a second ago, but we should have, but more events happening around the world. This is only in the U.K., this is for a Mega Charizard uh, available only at game stores in the UK. Uh, and that's, uh, he was addressing the Metagross thing, so. Oh, okay. Uh, unfortunately, nobody knows, but we'll find out when the game comes, I guess. <laughs> we'll see then. Uh, but thank you, Craig, for, for, uh, for trying to find that out for us. So, uh, game stores in the UK starts yesterday? July 11th. 11th? Yeah, July 11th. Um, so... If you have so, depending on the game you have, you will get the opposite Mega Stone with with that uh, with the uh, Charizard distribution. So if you have Pokemon X, you will get a Charizard with Charizardite Y. If you have Pokemon Y, you will get a Charizard with Charizardite X. Depending on the game you have. So uh, this distribution lasts until August tenth, two thousand fourteen. Uh, it'll be distributed via Nintendo Zone or via serial code for stores that don't have Nintendo Zones in them. Um, but uh, according to the article here, apparently these Charizard will most likely be the same as the ones distributed via serial code for Japanese region games uh, and the ones also distributed by ser- serial code for the Korean region games as well. So maybe more Charizard to come our way, hopefully, yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, hopefully, because I know, obviously, if you have
1: – right now, there's no way to get the opposite unless you have both versions right. or someone that's willing to part
0: with theirs. <laughs> yeah, right. Which but, not many are. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully some some will come towards the U.S., Canada, Central and South America, and Australia as well. Australia, New Zealand, uh, are south that way. So yeah, hopefully there. I've, I've never really heard of any events at all in uh, South America or even Central America, or like like Mexico regions and stuff like that. Like it's usually. I think- for their events, it's usually whatever our events are. It's like all of them get the same stuff. So, so like, U.S. events would be the entire American continent of North, Central, and South, pretty much? It would make sense, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like I, one day I did read up, and there
1: were some that were down there, but for the most part, I think they just get clumped in with the U.S.
0: events. But I might be wrong. I mean, still, that that would be good, at least. You know, whatever events we get, they get as well, because that, that would kind of suck, like... I, w- I would hate to like go visit family in Ecuador or something like that during an event and not being able to get it just because it's, you know, only available in the U S or something like that, you know, or then again, it would be over wifi of U.S. version game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. I'd use the Wi-Fi either off my phone or at home for events. Okay. Um, moving right along. So two more topics, uh, before, hang on. Was there one thing I wanted to discuss too? No, that was the Pikachu thing. Okay, so yeah, two more topics: Pokemon Trading Card Game for the 3DS eShop. Have you ever played that game before?
1: I played a little bit of it back in uh back in the day. I do remember it. I know I enjoyed it, even though I had no idea how to play
0: the uh, oh my <laughs> the Pokemon game, the like, so trading card game. game. Like I, I was good at the game because the thing is, um, I was I was good, but then once they switched, I believe around the second generation Pokemon stuff came out, like Houndoom. you know, like once the, once dark and steel came out, I kind of like started to fade away because they started mm-hmm. introducing things like poison. And I think it was, no, it wasn't poison. It was, um, burn. I think they added burn cause it was, I know there's poison, sleep and paralysis. They added burn as well, which ended up being tokens and poison was a token as well. You didn't just move your Pokemon, you know, to facing the left, facing the right or, uh, or like Upside Down or whatever. I forgot exactly how it was. It's been such a long time. But I loved this game to... Oh, man. You wouldn't even believe. I played the heck out of this game. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain just my excitement about this game. But I'm definitely going to be buying this for... Wait, what was this? Okay. Craig. I mean Craig uh, Jay says in the chat... Well, he didn't, it's not really a question, but he just says this in the chat. Mega Charizard Alpha and Mega Charizard Omega. Would they make that a thing? What do you think? I don't think they would so soon. Right. But then again, so many mega evolutions of just a Charizard. Like, like, hmm. And not to put Jay's comment down or anything, but like, what would they do? Like, okay, we have a Mega Charizard that's fire and flying which is just like Charizard. We have a Charizard that is fire and dragon. Would they pull an Eevee with it? Mega Charizard Charizard that is... that's dragon and flying or or dragon and flying, but what would the alternate type be? Dark and fire. Which, you know, that would kind of be cool. That would be awesome, but um I don't know. I I highly doubt they would do that, Jay. That would that would yeah. just be something possibly for like fan fiction or something like that. But definitely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean in all seriousness. But yeah, Pokemon Trading Card Game for the 3DS eShop. Um, I believe it's okay. Yes, yeah, in Europe on on July 10th, so it came out a couple days ago for Europe already. Um, I believe it already came out in in, uh, in Japan as well. Um, I don't think there is actually any release date currently for the US, but there better be. I, I I need to play that game. I bought that game when it came out for the Game Boy Color. I got my promo Meowth card in that game. Hmm uh and everything I still have it I believe it's still in the uh the little plastic that it, that it came inside of so I'm excited to see this game just to bring me back to you know playing the Pokemon trading card game all over again obviously you can play a virtual version of the Pokemon trading card game online I believe it's at pokemon.com somewhere under one of those tabs that you can still play there I actually did uh even download a, an app for uh Yu-Gi-Oh called Yu-Gi-Oh Bam uh <laughs> Which is legitimate. It's not like a fake thing. It's a legitimate Yu-Gi-Oh card playing game for your phone and for a tablet. Uh, but what? it's not that great. It's not great. Aww. It's it's like I know
1: a, on on PC you can actually play. Um,
0: well, o- online there's
1: a website. It's Duelist Network. Yeah, and you can actually like duel. I mean, but it's really. It's not that it's difficult. It's that people take it serious. Uh, and I want
0: to, but I'm I'm I've been out of the game so long that I can't enjoy it as exactly. much. Exactly. And uh, I don't know if uh, uh they still do this with the cards. At least at least Yu-Gi-Oh cards I did this with. Um uh, a lot of the games that I had uh, I think I only had Yu-Gi-Oh games for the Game Boy Advance. I don't believe I had any for the DS where you were able yeah, to take I had them that, for the Advance. For that little code on the bottom of the cards and you enter in that code and then you either get that card in the game or depending on uh, which game you had, you had to, you unlock the card and then you have to buy it with points or something yeah. like that. And the cards were still extremely expensive. I, I wonder if they still do that, you know, with, uh, uh, with like the online versions of the games. Okay. I go, I buy a card pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay. Now I can go to my online account and enter in all these codes. And here I have these cards now too online, you know, not only uh physical copies of them. I want to get
1: Cause I, yeah, I haven't played it in a while, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I really want to get into uh, Hearthstone, but I don't have. Oh yeah, but I don't have an like an iDevice, like an any sort of Apple devices at all. My mom has an iPad, but I'm not going to be like, hey, can I borrow your iPad? You know, I want to play Hearthstone. <laughs> have you ever played it? I I haven't, but I wanted to because I keep hearing about it from like all these different people. Right, exactly, and and it just seems like fun. I mean, at least it's not, know. like, Flash-based. Because there's a few uh, phone card games that are just absolutely terrible. Like, there is one, uh, Bahamut, or something like that. Have you seen the ads for those? Like, every time I, like, Mm-mm. pull up my phone, there's an ad for it, apparently, uh, you know, unfortunately. Um, See, and, like, I'm interested in Hearthstone, because I obviously played World of Warcraft. Yeah.
1: And, like, it, like the whole... Story behind, or what? Not necessarily a story. The whole concept of it is comes off of like World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a yeah. It's a what's it called? World of Warcraft's what's the card game again? I, Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I think it's called World of Warcraft Hearthstone. Right? Something like that. Something like that. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds good enough. Yeah. Either way, Pokemon training Card Game for the 3DS. I hopefully if it comes out for the US, which it should, it better. I'm definitely buying it immediately. Cause that was an amazing game for back in the day. It rem like that game. Oddly enough, that game is what made me love Mario tennis. Don't ask me why <laughs> I don't just, this is the style of the game. The way the game worked reminded me to Mario tennis for some reason. And uh, actually, which one did I have first? I had the Pokemon trading card game first, then Mario tennis. And uh, at least right around the same time, I believe. But one, like grew into the love of the other it was really weird uh the music i loved from that game then there was that weird mystery dude i forgot his name in tennis or no, in... no no in uh in the pokemon trading card game there was like that weird creepy guy and you got like a special card from him when you talked to him and then he would say like weird things i believe he was out speaking in japanese but like in um like letters and stuff like they would uh, be spelled out phonetically um i can't think of that guy's name if anybody in the chat can remember that guy's name um from you know there's stuff in the chat that i don't even see going on um i prefer uh ygo pro and Zexel wdc does have the whole the card code thing um hearth heroes of warcraft
1: yeah, yeah hearth, that's what it is that's what I it's think called? That's
0: what it is. i swear to god it's a, it's a world of warcraft game though right yeah, okay. I mean, Warcraft is the based. entire world. Yeah, that... but based off of that. Yep. Just, let me you know,
1: check it right now, because I do have the battle.net okay. desktop.
0: Okay, regardless, if anybody can remember that creepy guy from the Pokemon trading card game video game, please let me know, because that guy was a weirdo. And he had, like, a card based off of himself, and I think it, like, confuses you and your opponent. The same. It's really weird. Uh, anyways, uh, moving right along, the last thing we... <clears throat> excuse me, the last thing I really want to talk about in today's episode, I mentioned at the beginning, I'm not, I've I've mentioned always, I'm not a competitive Pokemon battler at all, whether it be video game, card game, whatever it may be. But this story really interested me into um, what goes on in tournaments. So this kid, Ray Rizzo, apparently had a uh, an illegal Pokemon. Um, you could find out on the 3DS. Uh, the, P- uh, the Pokemon trading card game is on the eShop. I, well, Jay, I, Jay, aren't you in Australia? I believe it's available in Australia already for like Australian UK audiences. I don't know if it's in the US store yet. If it is, I'm gonna go buy it tonight. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, e- either way, moving along. Um, uh, but uh, what, what I want to talk about was uh, was Ray Rizzo because apparently he had uh, gotten a. Um, Oh my goodness. What's the sword Pokemon? Um, Regislash. Age, Age, there's Aegislash, but like going Age down. Aegislash, sorry. Going down, what's the base form? There's Deblade. Blade, Hone Edge. He had gotten a Hone Edge from a friend that was either bred illegitimately or something like that, and it was actually bred from a fake Pokemon. Either way, make a long story short, this Aegislash, for some reason, was in a Dream Ball. And Dream Balls, you... Can't get a dream ball at all in like an age slash into a dream ball because a dream ball was from the whole dream world thing from a, I think it was black and white and black and white two, which obviously Hone Edge was not in black and white or black and white two. So, how did this happen? Um, and uh, they I believe called this illegitimate. Um, I believe they they let him go, they called it okay eventually. Um, just reading this uh, article over here on uh, the team knockout uh blog. Uh, fan sites and blogs have been fueled by recent events of nationals in the U.S. Uh, a lot of what is seen on these sites relates to the events held, blah, blah, blah. I'm moving along here. Um, however, there has been one issue that apparently arose from this past weekend. Ray Rizzo's use of an Aegislash that emerges from a Dream Ball. Uh, the issue here is that, like I, I was just mentioning, I'm going to read it here too, that Aegislash is a 6th gen Pokemon from X and Y, and the Dream Ball was only available in the 5th gen, Black, White, Black 2, and White 2. That makes this seem like... Uh, like um. Uh, Ray Rizzo may have used some sort of cheating device on his game. So I, but he says in his, his defense that he had gotten the, uh, I think he said that he gotten the, uh, uh, the hone edge from a friend or somebody uh, bred it for him, something to that effect. Um, But still, I think they said it was okay in the end, Uh, despite the evidence against him. There are some things that this issue that nullify it. First of all, Rizzo explained on his Facebook page, uh, and here's a quote here. I'm going to read the entire quote because this is from Ray Rizzo himself. Basically, someone who I'm not going to mention because people might troll them over this and I don't want that to happen. Unknowingly bred a presumably presumably hacked dream ball Aegislash and the ball passed down from one of the parents. So the completely legit baby Aegislash ended up having a dream ball too. The person who bred it for me didn't notice because they thought the parents were perfectly fine. So they traded the baby Aegislash to me so I could EV train it and use it. Let me tell you, I don't know anything about in-game, which is weird. I'm going to move on from that in a second. I have about 60 hours of game time, and I couldn't tell you the difference between a Dream Ball and a Dusk Ball. So I had absolutely no idea what um, what was in a Dream Ball. And so I had no idea it was in a Dream Ball. Uh, I had to take my Pokemon through Nintendo's Hack Check online on Battlespot, uh, at, uh, on Battlespot at the comp- competitions, and they're totally fine because they're always bred uh, completely legitly um i go on uh, so i go ahead and use so i went ahead and used it uh simply do not play in game there is no way i could have even known this was a dream ball since it doesn't tell you uh and i would have i uh, wouldn't have even known there was anything wrong with it uh being in a dream ball because it passes hack checks i don't even know what blah blah, blah a dream ball is or how you get dream balls huh. um <laughs> so here's my thing he's a competitive battler who Obviously, he did extremely well, and he doesn't play in-game. He doesn't...
1: Like, I hope all he means is, like, he doesn't delve deep into the game itself, like, because obviously, Dream Balls and things like that, those are just, like, side things. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope that someone who's competitive about it would at least, you know, finish the game. I think you have to, obviously, to breed these Pokemon.
0: No, but no, not at all. Uh, but in oh order God. to get a Pokemon of of a certain level, yeah, you have to get at least all eight badges. But either way, I mean, when you do tournaments and stuff, you're just battling,
1: and your Pokemon gets auto leveled, isn't that correct?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
1: So so you'll always have like a, a, a equal team to whoever yeah, you're battling. Either at fifty well, or at one hundred. Yeah. Either way, I'd I'd hope you know someone who's that you know deep into Pokemon would at least finish the game, and I hope you know he just meant he didn't do the side stuff. As much and he just like you know went for the actual game itself. I hope so. Because. That, I don't know I mean I, I understand being competitive and you know wanting to get the edge and all that and and wanted to just you know focus on the competitive part of it. But at the same time it's still there's so much more to the game that you're missing out on if you're just focusing on that competitive part of it.
0: Right and even though it passed the tests and everything regardless of all of that as a person who's in competitive Pokemon uh, in a competitive Pokemon event, yeah, sure, your Pokemon passed through, but how can you say, oh, I don't really, like, and I'm just kind of doing a straw man argument here, but he's pretty much saying, I don't really play Pokemon, but I, you know, I, I don't know how far he got. I am i don't follow competitive battling at all. Just, like I said, the story, it really interested me. But to say that, it's like, you know, and I don't know anything about sports either, but like saying, you know, uh, one of these guys, you know, in uh, right now the the World Cup is still going on, you know, like, one of these, you know, people are like, okay, yeah, I don't really play soccer, but I'm, you know, I'm in the world cup, you know, like or, what, uh, you know, something that kind of, I guess would kind of be the equivalent of it, but at the
1: same time, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. to be like, let's say in a baseball, in a baseball setting, cause this is usually where you hear it a lot is, uh-huh. um, go in there and be like, oh, I didn't know what, what was being put in, in my drink. I didn't know, you know, it was,
0: oh, come on. Was, that's a, that's a, no, that's like, it's an excuse to me. Like, um, uh, I, I remember having this conversation with Shane once I heard him and Patrick talking about it. Uh, there was, a it, they put that, I forgot what that stuff is called to make them grip the ball a little bit better. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, um, it's some type of,
1: I, I, it's, it's a. Whatever. Tree sap. Tree sap, I think it is. Or that, some that, type of tar, if I
0: remember correctly. Goopy stuff. Yeah, I think they call it tar or whatever. But either way, that goopy stuff. That they used to grip the ball better. Sometimes they put it on in the inside of their hat. Sometimes they put it like on their arms, and their arms look on shiny and sweaty. On the back of their like neck. That, yeah. And there was one that apparently the guy put it on the back of his neck. This was a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, he was a
1: Rays player. No, it wasn't Rays. It was a uh, Yankees, I think. It was the Yankees player? Or Red Sox.
0: Regardless. It was one of those three. Okay, regardless. So apparently it was like obvious. Like There was a... Like, clump of goop on his neck and they caught him for doing it and he's like oh i didn't know it was there come on like that's not an excuse you have to if you're like if i were to go into a competitive battle uh situation uh especially one like like the u.s nationals i would study up know what i'm doing regardless of if it's just you know pretty much a you know, a, a turn-based game because all turn-based games are relatively simple. You know, you just yeah. need to know what trumps the next. It's a rock, paper, scissors game of of thing, um, of choice pretty much. So it, it's easy but if you're going to go ahead and do something like that,
1: know commit what you're to it. Yeah,
0: commit to it and know what you're doing. Don't don't use the excuse of, oh, I don't really play the Pokemon game because that is n- no exceptions for me.
1: Just feign ignorance? No. no. Yeah, no, none of that. God, no, no
0: way. Um, uh, the article continues to say, as for his breeder friend, he should know better. Uh, he breeds Pokemon to trade seemingly for competitive tournament play. He should know what combinations of Pokeball shininess because some Pokemon aren't legitly shiny, etc., are acceptable for tournament play. I completely agree with, uh, who wrote this on team knockout. It was, if I can find these, it was Matt from team knockout. Um, I've, uh, mentioned him on the show a couple times previously, but yeah, definitely I would say uh, ignorance, even though I guess in the court of law, normally uh, here in the U S is uh, (laughs) sometimes, except I don't know if it's, I'm no lawyer or anything like that, but uh, I believe it is. um, You can like to say, Oh, I didn't know I was stealing something, you know, like just making that kind of argument. I didn't know I was stealing something. Doesn't get you off from stealing something. Like it was still an illegitimate Pokemon technically. Um, So, Technically, he shouldn't have been using it in the first place. My two cents. Yeah. I mean, you, you should know better of what you're dealing, what you're going to be working with. Definitely. And if I was going into something so important, then again, I'm always paranoid about things. So if I was going into <laughs> something like that, I would catch the Pokemon, Ivy breed it as you know as much as possible to get you know a Pokemon with great IVs, and then EV train it myself. Take the time out, put the care into it. So you know when you're going into battle or whatever, you are using a Pokemon that you um, bred, you trained, and everything. Not something from, oh, my friend Ivy bred it for me, and I, it, it looks good, and it passed the test, so it should be fine. No. Moving right along. Oh, it's time for the Pokemon of the episode.
1: Who is that Pokemon? Our Pokemon of the episode is number 631, Heatmore. He is the Anteater Pokemon, and if I remember correctly, he was the, at least lore-wise, he was the predator of, I don't remember what they were
0: called, but they were those steel bugs. Oh, that's right. Um, Okay, I was going to choose this as the Pokemon of the episode, but I decided not to. Hang on, let me, let me find him. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: as you go through that, um, Heatmore has a height of 4 feet 7 inches, or 1.4 meters, a weight of 127.9 pounds or 58.0 kilograms. It has a uh, capture rate of 90. I don't think we ever go over that. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's a fire type, and it is a gender ratio of 50-50 male and female.
0: I really can't find this other Pokemon. I have no idea why. Yeah. That's fine. It's fine. It's like uh, the ant
1: abilities... Ant. What flash fire? What? What? Let's talk about Flash Fire. Okay, sorry. Uh, Abilities that Heatmore has are Gluttony, a Hellberry is eaten earlier than usual when HP is low, Uh, Flash Fire activates when user is hit by a damaging Fire-type move, including Fire-type Hidden Power. Uh, Once activated, user's Fire-type moves deal 1.5 times damage. While this ability is in effect, this Pokemon is immune to damage from Fire-type attacks and Fire-type Hidden Power accuracy and effect from the moves are ignored. For Fire-type Pokemon with this ability, Will-O-Wisp activates this ability without having an effect. If a non-Fire-type Pokemon has this ability, Will-O-Wisp will activate the ability and will have an effect. Hidden ability, White Smoke, opponents moves which lower this Pokemon's ability values have no effect. However, this Pokemon may lower its own
0: stats with its own moves. Cool. And uh thank you, Jay, for mentioning that in the chat. And I found it as soon as like his little pop-up came up that he said it. Durant is the Pokemon that it's like it eats. And Heatmore eats. Makes perfect uh, sense yeah. too, because like Heatmore is like a fire type. Durant is a steel and bug type. So little stuff there. Um yeah. you can find Heatmore. Uh you can find it in uh, generation five. Uh so in uh black white, black 2, white 2. In black and white, you can find it in Victory Road. In black 2 and white 2, you can find it on Twist Mountain. Um, and in X and Y, you can find it on Route 18. So, yeah. Um,
1: Pokedex but- entries are in X. Using their very hot flame-covered tongues, they burn through Durant's steel bodies and consume their in size. Well, there you go. It was right there in the <laughs> organized <X> entry. <laughs> and in Y, it draws in air through its tail, transforms it into fire, and uses it like a tongue. It melts Durant and eats them. So yeah,
0: Predator of Durant. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and uh, like Jay says, it's like an anteater, and it eats ants. Heat more. Durant. I, I couldn't I could think of Durant. Like, I was like, ant something, ant something. But anyway. <laughs> All right, let's go over uh, Durant's uh, base stats. HP of 85. Force. What happened? heat morse what did i say durant yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> Heatmores base stats hp of 85 attack of 97 defense of 66 special attack of 105 special defense of 66 and a speed of 65 so it is a pretty strong pokemon uh when it comes to its uh special attack and its attack kind of slow at a speed of 60 well kind of slow pretty very slow at a yeah. speed of 65 his defenses are really low as well but it does have a, a somewhat decent HP at 85. Um, I'll actually, um, I, I know I say this a lot, but I am actually a little bit interested in seeing what um, Dre does as far as the um, competitive battling version of Heatmore because I love fire type Pokemon. Um, so I'd like to see exactly what he does. Just kind of looking at some of its uh, uh, moves here. I don't really know what would be good other than just like a generic fire Pokemon Move set like an in game type of move set, but it does have a very good special attack though and then again, like yeah. I said i'm no competitive player, usually, I put moves that I think are cool on my Pokemon like my charizard is like and I remember I had a charizard in uh Pokemon platinum I want to say it was in platinum um uh its move set was uh ember flamethrower, fire blast, and fire spin I know I'm sorry. Fly, uh, Fire Blast, Flamethrower, and Fire Spin. Like it wasn't even that great of a uh, move set. I was even—I was actually told by a friend that I had back then. Look, you can't have pretty much all fire moves on your Fire type Pokemon. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> but as far as competitive battling, you can—you need to switch things up a little bit. Sure, one fire move is good. Pick whichever one you like the best. You know, either Flamethrower or Fire Blast. Not, you know, more. Usually, not more than you know, two of the same type move unless it does something special. So that was my, I remember my first lesson in competitive battling, never really picked up competitive battling regardless, but um, we'll see what he does. We'll see what Dre does with uh, with heat more. Uh, but uh, that is it. Pokemon a uh, number 631 Heatmore. So Renee, uh, please enlighten me. So you were recently, uh, you were last week in Texas. So, what were you in Texas for? How was it? And tell me all the fun you had. <laughs> uh, well, I was in Texas for the uh, for
1: RTX. It's the Rooster Teeth convention. For those that don't know, Rooster Teeth's the they're the people that make Red versus Blue, um, that machinimation that's been around for eleven years now. I think it's like the, and I I think they actually have the claim that it's the longest running um, internet series, internet animator series. Uh, they also have a different, a separate animated series called Ruby that they um, produce. Um, if you've ever watched the Achievement Hunter videos on YouTube, they're kind of like pioneers for the Let's Plays, so um, they have that going on as well. And um, so, I mean, I got an opportunity to, to go out there and you know meet some of the people, see some of the things they're doing. I, I definitely recommend. I mean, if if red versus blue is definitely something entertaining uh you can find it on netflix actually the first five seasons oh yeah i'm like halfway through the first season
0: (laughs) i was actually watching it right before the show today
1: (laughs) and yeah it's a great it's great comedy i mean it's just ridiculousness and once it evolves like later on the later seasons like from eight onwards they actually start doing animation in it so they um so it really, it really steps up its game, and also Ruby, and it's spelled kind of weird, R W B Y, and that's actually on YouTube on their channel. Um, it that's another an, uh, show that's really good. It's like it's an anime basically. Okay. So I mean, if you're any interested in anime, it's something fun to do, fun to watch. Um, but it, it was just fun times. I mean, getting to meet people that have you know watched for so long, and actually getting to meet them in person, shake their hand, it was always cool, pretty cool. And I also got to met meet a Nurse Joy.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw the picture. Cosplayed yeah. as Nurse Joy. It was yeah, adorable.
1: Yeah. I loved it.
0: And you had to meet, meet Meg Turney, which is awesome. I kind of met her half, sort of, not really. Um, yeah, for, she, if anyone knows who she
1: is from uh, SourceFed, or now
0: she's on the know for Rooster Teeth. Oh yeah, that's right, because she's, like, dating some dude from... Not because of that. She oh. got the job before. Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way, yeah, Meg Turney, she's from, she was on SourceFed. I remember when they were down here... Um, uh, well, the pretty much the entire SourceFed team, like Philip DeFranco. At least I don't know if a lot of these guys are still there. Philip DeFranco, obviously, that's his his baby. Yeah, there. his whole company. Yeah, um, him, Elliot Morgan. Uh, uh there's a lizard on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving along. Um, so yeah, I got to like Meg Turney was like sitting on the chair, just like chatting with uh. Uh, with a couple of the other people, she was chatting with like Matt from SourceFed. He's like the editor, or Matty, I think they call him, or whatever. Matt Lieberman. Matt, I don't know his name.
1: No, I think it's a different Matt.
0: No, uh, but either way. So yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. I would have loved to to have uh, gone to something like that to to like go to like a nice convention. I know they're doing you know was it MetroCon today or this weekend yeah. here in Tampa? August
1: first weekend of August is uh Tampa Bay Comic Con. We should totally go to that.
0: Maybe we'll see. I, no, I yeah. work. That's I work on the second it's a saturday yeah I, I've been picking switch up. with someone I've, I've been picking up the extra saturdays anyway anyway let's move on <laughs> so um okay so that that seems like a lot of fun uh did you get a chance to go to metrocon today as well
1: no i didn't get an opportunity to i mean i might i
0: just was busy this weekend i might go tomorrow for a little while okay I mean, just you know go explore okay and uh anybody who noticed uh the uh change in the um the, uh, the profile, not profile picture on Facebook. Um, cover page. The co- cover page. Yeah, the cover picture on Facebook that was taken by, uh, one of, one of our good friends, Shane, who we've mentioned in the show a little, um, uh, a little while. He's, uh, the Shiz 1138, I think. I, think. That's I don't his know. Name on I can't chat. tell you. I don't know. It's something about THX something. Something about George, uh, George Lucas and his first movie or something like that. So yeah, uh, one thing I wanted to mention in the, the chat. Picture. Um, oh yeah, the picture. It was taken by Shane and it's a picture of the, uh, the Pokemon, uh, uh, Volkswagen bug or beetle, whatever it's called. That I think we were talking about it a couple of episodes ago. Um, but yeah, I think that's really cool. So I went ahead and I changed the uh, the picture there on Facebook. Um, so yeah, Jay is actually asking over here on the chat. So, what about the um, uh, what about the tournament? Somebody threw something apparently, worst throw ever of all time. I don't know what he's talking about here. New to the show, but I would be down for a tournament. Okay. Um, Either way, I don't know what I'm, what we're talking about, but this lizard's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> tournament. <Termin, laughs> okay, so, I mean, we just so need,
1: the, we need to hear from more people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right now we got um, Big Fish. I remember seeing him uh, uh, register uh, for the uh, for the forums. I'm not sure if that's the same person who emailed me. No, no, I don't think so. Um, don't know your name, but Big Fish on the on the chat. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of uh, the tournament, because it's so far we haven't where the lizard go. So far, we haven't had that many. Uh, and it's dark in here, too, so it's not really not helping. Uh, so far, we haven't really had any submissions. Uh, I think I've gotten one email saying, hey, I would like to be part of the tournament, but I believe that was probably from, like, Dre or something like that. Like, somebody that I already know would like to be part. Um, yeah. Worst throw of all time. No, because... Okay, Caleb. I don't remember. Caleb? Caleb. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's who Caleb, Caleb is. Oh, Caleb. Just said it. Caleb. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, Caleb. So, uh, yeah email me with your friend code uh, with um, your name on the forums, which I'm assuming was big fish as well. Uh, I think I remember seeing you uh, register cause I get emails when some people register for the forums or register for the website oh, and the lizards coming down. Um, uh, what else? So yeah, anybody who wants to be a part of the tournament, email me uh, the email address is feedback at pokedex radio.com. Um, so Jay, email me, uh, I, don't, I don't think Dre is actually listening right now. I'm not too sure. Um, so, yeah, anybody who wants to be a part of the forums, a part of the uh, tournament, email me because I want to try to start this um, sometime in maybe beginning of August. I believe that's the time that we were saying before. Yeah. begin Beginning to mid-August. Yeah. Beginning to mid-August, maybe, if not the not the not that weekend. Um, hang on. I need a flashlight. This is starting to really freak me out because I don't know where this thing went. Oh, really? Yeah. You need
1: a flashlight? I mean uh, it's a gecko um flashlight because you know flashlight studios, ha, flashlight studios ha, ha, ha. I didn't, <laughs> okay so no, I'm
0: um sorry <laughs> it's fine okay <laughs> so yeah anybody who wants to be a part of the tournament starts hopefully uh august mid-august uh email me feedback at pokedexradio.com hopefully I get enough emails I've only ever received one from this uh regarding the tournament uh obviously I know Jay wants to be a part of the tournament I'm sure Dre wants to be a part of the tournament as well um, I haven't checked
1: uh, on the forums, but, you know, get, get get talk going about the tournament on there. See, so, you know, get people to email
0: in if they really want a tournament to go on. Yeah, please email me. That is the best way to get in contact with me. Don't message me on the on the forums. Don't PM me or whatever. Email me. It comes to my phone, and I'll be able to read it. Uh, feedback at PokedexRadio.com here's flashlight dokes points at door get out <laughs> um flashlight studios man come on anyways uh so yeah email me feedback at pokedexradio.com also with your submissions if you'd like to be a, a part of the show you could either email me with uh something you want to uh, you want to talk about have any questions for me or any or renee at all you know you know just be like you know let's uh let's use jay as an example you know hi this is jay uh uh from whatever hi this is jay you know i like to from know australia. from australia i like to know you know hear you guys talk about you know this uh or whatever so make it make sure it's like 30 seconds or less or even a yeah 30 seconds or less should be good uh and email it to me usually uh use um you usually can record it to your phone or whatever i talked about that in the beginning of the episode so oh, he's going to send a soundbite after the show you made him
1: you made him do it now
0: awesome awesome thank you jay uh, cuz we had one from um Oh my goodness! Who was the one who uh, Nick uh Grim and M? We had one from uh Grim and M. Grim and, M and we, we played it on the show. It was awesome audio quality. It was just recorded into his phone. So those of you who want to be a part of the show, uh, email me with a an audio submission. to just make sure it at least sounds clean. Uh, and there's no nothing like nobody screaming in the background or dogs barking anything like that in the Don't background. Recorded in a wind tunnel. Exactly that whole that whole thing. Um, So you can email that to me at feedback at PokedexRadio.com. Just make sure it's about 30 seconds or less. Uh, That would be optimal. Um, As many of them as I can get, I'll just start cramming them into the show just for more content because that would be a lot of fun to hear you in the show. Also, don't forget to uh, submit your um, uh, intro thing as well. So just saying, you know, this is the Pokedex Radio podcast and whatever my little intro thing is at the beginning of the show, send that (laughs) as well. Because uh, I would like to see if I can stitch together something nice sounding to, as a new intro to the Pokedex Radio podcast. Um, is that it? Is that all we had to talk about today? Um. Yeah, I mean, we didn't do an ad read, but I mean, we can it just splice uh, that in later. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll record it later and add it in before the uh or right after the uh I'll add it somewhere. Exactly. so, okay. So, uh, that seems to be just about it for the show today. Okay. The lizard's a little up high, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Let's turn off my phone light. Um, so let's see here. We talked about, um, uh, we talked about the super secret bases. We talked about dressing up Pokemon. We talked about the shiny Jirachi distribution event in Japan only, which is in August from August 1st to August 31st. The same thing with the Pokemon, with the Pokeball patterned Vivian again only in Japan in August from August 1st to 31st uh we talked about the mega charizard available only in the UK right now depending on the game you have X or Y you will have the opposite charizard megastone if you have X you will get Y if you have Y you will get the X stone uh the fancy pattern vivion is available only until July 31st so please don't miss out to get your fancy pattern vivion um download it over wifi um uh, chestnuts and top hats. Mega Metagross. Pokemon Trading Card Game for the 3DS eShop. And Ray Rizzo, his excuse for using a cheated Pokemon. I I'm, I'm, I kind of feel for the guy, but at the same time, you should you should know what you're doing when you're in the big leagues.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something no he should have taken into account.
0: No excuses. And Pokemon of the episode was Pokemon number three hundred six hundred and thirty one. Can't read today. Heat more. There you go so uh let's uh bring up the music it's a full episode heck yeah tons of stuff hour 20 Jeez. so that is it for the pokedex radio podcast today uh thank you everyone who listened in live i've got a couple of people listening live so that was uh that was nice to see there i see how many it looks like about five people and we got a, I like that the discussion and the chat and everything and I, questions I, and, and the questions and everything i love that like that's what i want uh, you know, obviously, you know, moving forward and stuff like that. Obviously, if you can't make it to the show, you know, it's, it's fine. No worries. But let's continue that discussion in in the comments over on the bottom of every episode. We're just think of an episode number anywhere between, I think, right now with today's episode 89. So, PokedexRadio.com slash 89.
1: 11 more and we'll be at 100.
0: This is crazy. So, please submit your audio file uh, things to feedback at pokedexradio.com I'd love to, to hear them uh, even just stuff for the show hey can you guys discuss this or hey my name is this you know I really like the show you know I I'm, I'm thinking of this kind of topic blah, blah blah you know I have this idea what do you think about it too that kind of thing 30 seconds or less feedback at pokedexradio.com so um, lastly you can always follow us on Twitter uh, the show is at pokedexradio uh, Renee what's yours at Rene, only one e and that's the number one and then the letter e at the end so um yeah. that's r e n e only the number one and then the letter e correct yes okay and mine is f s austin vo like flashlight studios austin vo for voiceover because i occasionally do those kinds of things so thank you so much for listening live if you uh if you are uh listening live over at pokedexradio.com slash live um That is it for today's show. If you want to support the show, just real quickly before we get out, uh, if you want to support the show, head over to PokedexRadio.com slash donate. There's the Amazon page that's uh, that's linked there, uh, which is PokedexRadio.com slash Amazon. Uh, So you can go ahead and purchase anything off of Amazon, and it definitely helps support the show. Or Pokedexradio.com slash donate to donate a couple of dollars through our PayPal account there. It really helps. It truly does, trainers. Any every penny counts. It really does. It helps out with the show, with the production and everything, because this stuff isn't exactly free. So thank you so much for listening, live trainers. Again, my name is Austin, and that's Renee, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production, copyright 2014, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com or for the Pokedex Radio at pokedexradio.com. And thank you for listening.